0: your big book your pen your highlighter and notepad and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the big book of alcoholics anonymous through the experience strength and hope of nikki m to have a question addressed in a future episode of noodle it out with nikki please send an email to noodle at gmail.com and nikki is spelled with two k's to get a more interactive experience with nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the big book of alcoholics anonymous You can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. God morning, good afternoon, and God evening to all. My name is Justin B., and I am a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a qualifying addict of multiple fellowships living in the miracle of recovery. It is a beautiful place to live, and I'm here with the intelligent agent, spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation, and my co-host, Nikki M. Nikki, please take a minute and introduce yourself.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Nikki M., and I'm just filled with gratitude. I'm a grateful member, and that's what our book asks asks us to do identify as a member of uh, whatever fellowship you belong to i'm just grateful that most fellowships take me no matter what my addiction or affliction and that's really uh those are the great rooms and the great zoom meetings i like to be on because as our book says it's all inclusive never exclusive so i'm just i'm excited to take a sincere position to work for the creator of the universe today thank you
0: Thank you, Nikki. And I'm excited to be able to uh, noodle this uh this question out that I'm gonna bring to you here in a minute. And once again, to those out there who are curious about maybe participating in a future Noodle It Out with Nikki M. You've got a question that you're just burning that's just burning a hole in your in your soul that you want to bring out, go ahead and email us at noodlewithnikki at gmail.com and we'll get to those questions in the future. But man, we've got some great questions that come in our own lives, in our own working of things and in in Nikki's uh other noodle it out with Nikki live meeting that she does every Monday morning. Um and in this recording I'll bring a question to her that she that we will deep dive into the big book of alcoholics anonymous to find solutions to these questions issues or whatever we encounter in everyday life. The big book of alcoholics anonymous has solutions in for pretty much everything I can think of. And uh and I'm grateful that Nikki is willing to share her time, her experience, her strength and her hope to bring these many of these solutions into the light now get your big book out get a pen paper highlighter out get ready to take some notes as we run through this nikki today i'm going to bring a question that uh, that i heard a little bit of in your morning meeting this morning and noodle it out with nikki and i combined it with some other real life issues that i've had with people in in the fellowships that i'm in so here's the question or the the situation followed by a question says I am walking on eggshells around someone who is very integrated into my life. We'll just say our spouse. I feel that I can't do or say anything without causing them irritation and anger. I hate feeling this much fear. but I but I have hurt them in my addiction and am told that I deserve this treatment until they are ready to to forgive me and move forward with it. When will it change? What do I need to do? Nikki, what do you think?
1: Well, if I can find if I can find the unmute button, I think a lot. So here it is. I've got, I found it, and here I am. Just I'm writing some notes. There was something else. Um, oh, I deserve it. That's what it. That's a big lie. Let's just go here. I deserve to be abused and to be punished. That's that's old thinking. Number one, we are asked to come into this fellowship, and I want to. Let me get out my big book, fourth edition. Everybody, and if you're here and this is helping you, and you just want to pay it forward, I always want to say, um, please. We're a Rico Twelve family, so don't forget. I know Justin always says it the seventh tradition, but I really don't. Um, you know, at my morning Monday live meeting, we don't collect the seventh because it's all here through through your hosting of um, everything Noodles. So thank you, Rico Twelve family, for everything. Here it says on page fifty-five, I think it is. Let me just double check. It says you have to sweep away your prejudice, isn't it? Isn't that what we have to do? We have to. Number one, sweep away our prejudice. That's old thinking to think that you deserve anything. So you're already not working this instruction. See, I can hear right away, Justin, the instructions that people aren't following. And yes, if you're listening to us, this is a life instruction book. Is it the power? No, it gets you to the power. Layman's terms, it's a treasure map to the power, okay? Life doesn't come with an instruction book. Yeah, it does. You have to burn your life into the ground to get it. So welcome. Then I have to think honestly. Am I really, uh, I'm just going to say it, a piece of shit that deserves to be flogging myself every day? That's a lie. So you have to sweep away your prejudice and you have to think honestly. Then it says you have to search diligently within yourself for this power. Okay, so let's go back. I wrote some notes here. So you're walking on eggshells around this person and it doesn't just need to be your spouse. Justin, I live with my mother. You know, And my mother is, is untreated in many ways because why does she live with me? Her husband five years ago or six years ago, um, it's all blur now, pre-COVID, blew his head off in front of her because that's where we go in the disease of alcoholism. So talk about walking on eggshells sometimes. You understand, very sensitive. And oh, well, Nikki, we don't take other people's inventory. I'm not, turn to page 125. Because it says this is a family disease. I know all the details of my mother and her husband of 25 years. Alcoholism is a family disease. So, page 125 says, We are, we alcoholics. How about we Alanons? How about we disconnected people from God are sensitive people? It takes some of us a long time to outgrow that serious handicap. So, you're armed with the facts about the human race. The book is saying that being sensitive is a serious handicap. I asked my sponsees, what is a serious handicap? And I'll give one, no hands, no legs, no eyes. Um being in a I mean you can go on and on. And the book is calling that a serious liability, a serious handicap. So you're armed with the facts that yes, My mother is sensitive. And yes, person who was on Noodle today, the person that you're walking on eggshells, number one, people had to do that around you many years. I know that because we're sensitive people. (laughs) Don't say, oh, he doesn't like me and no one loves me. Or how about this? One person says something about me, Justin, and I know it's happened to you. The whole world hates me. That's a lie. It's just not true. It's like, it's not real. So you're armed with the facts, you're walking on eggshells around sensitive people, and then you said, I fear. Well, how long have you been in program? If you're new, yeah, you're gonna have some fear, but if you are armed with the facts on page 68, it says we trust an infinite God rather than our finite self. Turn to page 68. We trust an infinite God. So if you're in fear, you have to ask God, To remove your fear. It doesn't say call your sponsor, everyone. I'm trying to flip here to page 68. Right there it says, instead. Instead of what, Nikki? Instead of getting into fear. Instead of getting all sensitive, like the sensitive person you're dealing with. Instead of going into self-pity and getting all weird. Instead of being driven by 400 forms of madness. Self-pity, self-seeking. What's the other one? Self-delusion. All that good stuff on Uh, in this book that they describe on page 62, instead of doing all of that or retaliating, instead of doing any of that, you let him, capital H, the power, the creator of the universe, the spirit, demonstrate the power, demonstrate through you what this power can do. And then it says, you ask God, you ask the power, you ask humility, humility, you ask the spiritual principles of being loving and tolerant. See if I ask humility to remove my fear and direct my attention. If I ask the obsession of gratitude, Nikki, why are you getting all weird? You have more. You have a human who's talking to you. Remember the days when no one would talk to you because you were in the corner. With what? 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 What do you have? You're in the in the fridge, in the casino, in the crack alley, in a married man's bed. Where are you at? you don't do that anymore. So you're here and you ask God to direct your attention on what this power, on what these spiritual principles would have you be. And number one, it's to be honest and responsible. What other people do say, act, it's not my business. See, I tapped a source of power, page 163. Everyone forgets you tap power. You do not tap a little mediocre stream of trickleness with nothing. I don't even know how to describe it. You you tap power here. So what do you do when this happens? Because I don't deserve this. Well, my friend, whose daughter was taken, and I won't go into the details because she's no longer on this planet, didn't deserve that either. But what do we do when trouble comes? Page 160, sorry, page 133. Page 133 says, but if trouble comes and you feel you do deserve this because you don't, it says you're to avoid the deliberate manufacturing of misery. You're not allowed to do these things. You are to avoid the deliberate manufacturing of misery by thinking your old thoughts that you deserve this because what you were an awful person. We're all children of God and we all deserve to be here. When you complain about you or me, you complain about God's handiwork, says page 417, and you're saying you know better than God. You don't. So back to page 133, where it says, when trouble comes, like you're around sensitive people and you have to walk on eggshells. You're to cheerfully, thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's an opportunity for me to demonstrate your omnipotence. It's an opportunity for me to practice the principles. And everyone knows I role play. I love to, to, to do Joyce M., my friend. And she says, well, without the test, you don't have the testimony. I think that's how she says it. She's from Missouri. Missouri and she says you know without the test I won't have the testimony so without the opportunity to demonstrate God's omnipotence by someone eating at my soul with their sensitivity how the hell am I going to practice loving the unlovable how the hell am I going to practice not being so sensitive and going hey I'm a child of God I tap power I can stand tall and whatever you say do be act is not true Does that make sense, Justin? I mean, this is serious stuff. And then, well, I'll I'll roll here and then I want to hear something from you because I know where I took this person. I took him to page 118. See, when you're around sensitive people and you're walking on eggshells, it says, page 118, second paragraph down, says his ways. How about your ways? How about the human race's ways of thinking and doing our habits of years and decades? See, if you're like me and you're living in a society of 2023, I have been so brainwashed to believe that I have to work 60 hours. I have to look like JLo, Jennifer Lopez. I have to have the money of of, 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 um, of the Queen of England. I have to, you know, be this non-reality. It's, it's, and it's always inundated in me, Justin, because of social media and all these things that they didn't have years years gone by. It was like your little community. Now the community is my world. So these ways of thinking and doing are habits of decades for me and for the person who is so sensitive walking on eggshells, all of us running the show. So I have to be patient, not only with others, with myself. I have to be tolerant, not only of others, of myself. I have to be understanding, armed with the facts of the reality of what the hell's going on here in the world and the people about us. I have to be loving. See, it says these are the watchwords and I have to show the human race these things in myself and that will be reflected back to me from the human race. Live and let live is the rule. See, if you're sensitive and you don't like what I say, maybe I have to be more mindful with my words, but guess what? That's an opportunity for them to grow in effectiveness and understanding also. Oh, but they're not in program, Nikki. I don't care. Life is a trigger. I got so many triggers out there. Well, the book says on page 100, assuming you are spiritually fit, you can do anything and everything. Are you spiritually fit? Are you every day working all 12 steps? Are you, and we talk about it, I think in every episode, are you pausing when you're agitated or doubtful? Are you, practicing these principles in all your affairs. This is so, this is so simple but not easy, says page 14. A price must be paid. So I mean, Justin, we could sit here all day and just, just like, you know, uh, there's a thing I want to learn. It's called pickleball. My my sponsor's like, I play pickleball. I'm like, what the hell is that? I gotta learn it. And you just hit the ball back and forth all day. We can hit big book instructions and quotes and promises and and uh warnings all day long. And then we can go to bed and forget them and repeat them tomorrow. <laughs> and then do that for 10 years until it becomes a working part of our mind.
0: Yeah, I I love this, Nikki, and and I'm playing pickleball. I'm going to hit the ball but You've you've served it to me. I'm going to hit it back to you with another question here based on this question. Um and and you've addressed it a few different ways. I just want to drill down a little bit. Um and this this goes to the beginning, you know, I feel I deserve this. So my I, and I'm going to take the the place of this person who asked the question and the theoretical group of people that asked this question, my addiction, my behaviors, my actions in the past have really been the cause of this lack of trust, this, this lack of uh, this anger, this, whatever it is that causes me to walk around, makes me feel like I have to walk on eggshells. Um, and you know, there's betrayal there. There's, there's trauma there. There's, you know, whatever there. How, hmm, and you talked about decades, years.
1: Can um, I go right to the quote? I'm, I'm, I'm already, go. I'm already on it. I'm already on it. Yep. Here it is. It's page 83. Everybody turn here. It says the spiritual life is not a theory. It says, I wrote, it says we have to live it. I put I put Nikki has to live it. See, it says, unless one's family expresses a desire to live upon spiritual principles, we think we ought not to urge them. So whatever they do is their business. We should not talk incessantly to them about spiritual matters. They don't want any part of it, leave it. You've, You've totally damaged the relationship. It says, here's a promise you've destroyed it you've cheated on her you've you've cheated on him you've thrown your children nikki into the garbage not literally but you just don't even care about them for a decade because you're chasing your drug of non-choice and that can be workaholics out there workaholics listen closely it says the people you love they will change in time that's a promise then it tells us this promise too this instruction this this fact Our behavior will convince them more than your words. So remember, there's nothing you can say. You have to, your behavior, your actions. Oh, oh, read the title page up here. It says into action. (laughs) You got to get into action. And then it says, remember, must, if you see the must, you must remember that 10 or 20 years of drunkenness, of addiction, of ignoring your children would make a skeptic out of anyone. Put the name there. I put my biggest skeptic. And don't put me. I'm my biggest skeptic, Nikki. No, who's your biggest skeptic? Because if you were abusing and using your partners and your people and the human race for years and you think this is going to be done in six months, the book says further down, it's going to, or on the next page, it's or yeah, 84, it should continue for your lifetime. So your promise is, um, I'm no good. I, I'm, I, You don't understand what I did to my family, Nikki. Oh, I do. And it says they will change in time because your behavior will convince them more. See, I think it was on the last podcast we talked about a radical guy named Abraham. Okay, he loved God more than anything, but he didn't have any children. And then God looked at him and said, you're gonna have more children than all the stars in the sky, and he didn't believe. See, you don't believe your book. You have to stay here and toe the line. What is toe the line? page oh let's go here page it's in the stories oh this is exciting i never go here on the noodle podcast let's go 275 says aa how about this lifestyle any any anonymous room is not a plan for recovery that can be finished and done with people in the back it's a way of life and the challenge contained in its principles is enough to keep any human being, any human being striving, we must strive for as long as we live. My line out says forever. We, that's me, Nikki M and Justin B do not, cannot outgrow this plan. This is serious stuff. It's a way of life. See, as stopped as arrested addicts, see, we're not acting out anymore. We're not in our addiction. It says, We must have a program for living. We want to live here. We're no longer the walking dead. That allows for limitless, limitless. You can't, this is so mind-blowing. If you are limiting yourself to just like little mediocre recovery, I feel bad for you because it says limitless expansion. Keeping one foot in front of the other. Remember, we just got out of into action. We read that into action. We got to be into action. Keeping one foot in front of the other is essential. You must have it for maintaining your arrestment, your stopped behavior that is killing yourself and others. And then it says right here, others. Those are the normies. Those are the type one, type twos. You can take it or leave it. They can idle, that's my sister. They can idle in a retrogressive groove, meaning they can go better, bad day, good day, bad day, good day, without too much danger. But retrogression, which is the process of returning to an earlier state, typically a worse one, it spells death for us. And I'm I'm almost here, I'm almost finished, Justin. It says, however, this isn't as rough as it sounds as we do, Nikki and Justin, do become grateful, line out the obsession of gratitude for the necessity that makes us toe the line. What does toe the line mean? And it means I accept the authority, which is God. I accept the principles, the spiritual principles of this program and the policies of a particular group. And that's my big book and the group that everyone and everyone seeking God is welcome here that suffers this disease of alcoholism So if I tow that line, oh my God, let's just cuddle with each other, Justin, in cyberspace. We find that we are compensated. I mean, if I was in a mood to cry, tears would run down my face because I have been compensated for a consistent, I never get a day off effort. I just have to show up, perform this work well, not perfect. Countless dividends I receive. My line out, the rewards are priceless. Like, you know, like, you know, that commercial, that Visa commercial priceless, like, uh, I I don't even wanted to go there. I mean, recently I talked about, I think the podcast we recorded on Friday about entering the spirit world. Yeah. My house has paid off. Yes. I got a plane ticket. Not, I mean, I can't remember the last time I cried like a baby wanting to die. I cannot remember the last time I cried in pain, fetal pain where I'm dying and wanting to murder somebody. I don't remember my last bad day, Justin. I remember, oh, there was a moment the other day when someone was talking about me. And you know, I get like, yeah, don't you talk about me, my reputation, my, my, uh, my security, my self-esteem, my relationship. No, that lasted a moment because I'm in the middle of a situation and a in a in a lifestyle with all you people just loving on me, because I toe the line. Hmm.
0: Thank you, Nikki. I love how you took that to that paragraph on 275. I've got that highlighted and underlined with a couple of lines out, but it's only that first sentence or two that I had underlined and highlighted. And you took that whole paragraph and just brought it all together. I think that was so important for me to recognize that, you know, there's hope. There's hope. Um, in this process, because sometimes it seems like years—well, a <laughs> decade, ten or twenty years of of acting out, of addiction, of alcoholism would make a skeptic out of anybody. And I need to recognize that and just toe the line and continue walking this path. What did it say? Step by step, in here, keeping one foot in front of the other is essential for maintaining our arrestment and maintaining our growth. Is where I'm going to take that. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Nikki. Any other thoughts on, on this question or any other, you know, just something that's kind of swimming in your mind right now that you'd like to get out there before we kind of close this down today?
1: Well, there's a speaker out there, Peter M. Um, he's, he's from the East Coast. Great guy. I've listened to his speaker tapes way before Zoom and years gone by. And he just says, chop wood and carry water. That's what this is about. This is about like I was telling someone, you know, when you go to I, I'm going today to the dentist. And if you ever fill out your application and it says your occupation or your, you know, whatever you're, you know, you're filling out form and it says occupation, I have in the last four years since I lost my job in COVID. Anytime I see that, I just put servant. Sometimes I'll put of God. Mostly I just put servant. That's my occupation. I chop wood and carry water as our friend. Hey, Peter M., if you ever hear this, thank you. See, you affect people. This is this is what some, one day, Justin, we're going to do. Someone's going to hear this and go, they heard it. This is what we do, everybody. Just a little mustard seed. We work together. We grow together. We chop wood. We carry water. We become grateful every day. And then miracles happen. Or as I like to say, Justin, what do I like to say, Justin?
0: I think you're going to a lifestyle for a lifetime. Living a lifestyle for a lifetime
1: perfect thank you justin
0: one day at a time let's walk this and live this lifestyle for a lifetime chop wood carry water and just keep doing it um things change people change but only as i change everybody keep coming back it works when i work it so work it you are worth it